is too much space oh, so, so i gotta move over that's what i'm saying is if we're gonna have oh, the even this is what our producer really my ocd can't the... take this <laughs> <laughs> your old can do let's use the big pencil maybe get just there what do you think that's perfect you know this is great for the podcast audience it's it like, sure what is. are they talking we're about adjusting we're, the, we're, we're the adjusting camera. the camera yeah here we so, go you missed all that thursday the less you know with rich pearlberg coming up today that's right yeah we'll talk about shoelaces with rich we will no I don't oh know. okay i don't know what we're talking about yeah. probably probably something to well do a little with. post post primary breakdown Ooh, the post Which was really, it breakdown. was a great album I think back a, in 96, uh, if you remember. There's a few breakdowns, yeah. all right. <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> um, yeah, so we'll, uh, looking specifically at a particular kind of commission race, which is of interest. Was it? So. <laughs> oh, yes, it was. Well, it the, was result, the result was interesting. Yes, very uh, interesting. Yeah, so, yeah. Mm. You're listening to Mike and John's Got It Going On. Mike and John's? Yeah. I thought it was just Mike and John. No, it's Mike and John. It's mine. There's two Johns. <laughs> one's upstairs, That's one's right. down here. Right. My evil twin. Uh, <laughs> oh. One's so out. We got the good one One's here? out grooming. <laughs> grooming sheep. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yes. All right. Uh, yes. And don't be fooled. Don't be fooled. By fake. By fake Mike and John Facebook pages. Those liars. Don't do it. Don't do it. No, you stick with the I, real I, Mike and John. The original. The OG. Yeah. Mike we are the OG of Got the OG. Yeah. Yeah. So um, while you're doing news, which is brought to you by Cooper and Binkley Jewelers, I will scan through last night's trivia answers right. to see if we got a winner this morning. As we said, we'll have uh, Rich Proberg on with the less you know. Uh, we'll get to the answer and your two cent history lesson all coming up in the meantime. The latest local news here in Livingston County. All right, here's what's going on. A criminal investigation has begun into the release of a toxic chemical into the Huron River. The Wixom Police Department says they're looking into the circumstances that led to the release of hexavalent chromium at Tribar Technologies into the city's wastewater treatment system, also known as hexchrome. The compound is used in plastic finishing, and it's a known carcinogen. It's banned in Europe, and it's no longer used by many companies in the U.S. Because the discharge passed through the Wixom sewage plant, state health and Environmental officials Tuesday issued a no-contact advisory for the river. Police officials told MLive.com their investigation is assessing whether the release was something the company is either negligent or criminally liable for. 
This is not the first time the company's released contaminants into the river. Tribar's release of PFAS chemicals through the Wixom Wastewater Plant is the chief cause for the Do Not Eat Fish Advisory issued for the river back in 2018 and still in effect. Based in Howell, Tribar operates four plants in Wixom. It's unknown from which the toxic release came from, but it is believed the release consisted of between eight and 10,000 gallons of water with about 5% hexchrome. Meanwhile, state investigators Wednesday widened their water sampling effort at and downstream of that release site. The Michigan Department of Environment, Great Lakes, and Energy sampled nine locations Wednesday with results expected Thursday to help track the pollutant's location as it moves downstream. The agency, in concert with partners from across the watershed, is developing a testing plan for the coming days and weeks. Results of the first two tests taken Tuesday at the mouth of Norton Creek and on the Huron River just downstream from Norton Creek did not detect the presence of hexchrome. Official stress that as the first two data points and what will be a lengthy test pro, uh, process, those two samples aren't sufficient to draw conclusions about the effects of the pollutant on the Huron River watershed. And the city of Howell has released details about road closures associated with the upcoming Mellon Festival Parade. The parade will begin at 10 a.m. Saturday, August 13th. The route will travel westbound on Grand River between Almond Street and Byron Road. Closures between National Street and Byron Road will be from 7.30 in the morning until noon, and again, that is on Saturday. August 13th. Local melon farmers will be the highlight of the parade with special representatives from the Howell Armory, area first responders, and an honored favorite, the Detroit Shriners, a crowd favorite who will return for the year's 62nd parade. And that's what's going on. Are the Shriners going to be in those little cars? I believe they. How can they not? And how can they not be that, wearing fezes? Well, <laughs> they, that's that's what Shriners do. You know, we should get fezes for Melon Fest. Melon Fest. For, melon Fest. Yeah. And then we could talk to our designers and maybe. They, oh, I have a Melon Fest. I, I don't know. I don't, think, I don't think we can. I don't think so. Yeah, don't, melon Fest no. fezes. What? <laughs> uh, Cooper and Binkley Jewelers, proud sponsor of Mike and John Got It Going On, Gigo News. Of course, downtown Brighton's preeminent jewelry store with a commitment to customer service, community involvement, honesty, professionalism, and exquisite merchandise. And yeah. today is the day for the estate jewelry sale. How would you like to own some jewelry that oh. was once owned by Sammy Davis Jr.? Well, yeah. Is it his glass eye? <laughs> They're selling marbles <laughs> over in the corner. No, that's just that was, wrong. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just, it just came to mind. I don't think yeah. that a glass eye would be. Well, it, you know, it, you telling me in this world, all right, let's the world say. we live in, someone wouldn't wear... Sammy Davis's glass eye, like around their neck. Hey, I got Sammy Davis's glass eye. Or instead of a gauge here, they just right. put it in their ear. I'm like, I'm watching, I'm watching you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Mom, Mom can put it in yeah. the back of her head and watch right. you. See, yeah. I'm telling you. Mom has eyes value. in the back yeah. of her head. It's mm -hmm. Sammy Davis Jr.'s right. eye. But probably not, I'm guessing. Probably I, I doubt it. Probably more the rings. And stuff. Elvis, Michael Jackson, Janet Jackson, Zsa Zsa Gabor, just to name a few. Even Buster Keaton. Right. That but, estate uh, jewelry sale going on today from 10 to 7 at Cooper & Binkley Jewelers. Right. 10 to 7 Thursday at Cooper & Binkley. Yeah, that's today, August 4th. Right. So if you're watching this on that's the That's what I'm saying. You always if, get, we if always have August to say 20th, this specific day. And you're watching this, you missed it. That's what I'm saying. Because people don't have Sammy do know, Davis Jr.'s eye. We do know people access the podcast like... Maybe it'll be a couple days later. So. Maybe a couple years later. No, maybe. You really missed it if you're watching talking, this in 2025. We could be talking to the past right now. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's like a time machine. It, it really is. Yeah. <laughs> is it really? No. 
Actually, yeah. having a glass eye sitting on the shelf behind us would be kind of fun. Yeah. You know, maybe I should run over to Cooper and Binkley and... I'd like to see a run. <laughs> that was a... You uh, mean drive over? Was a, yeah. Well, yeah. And, uh, well, get, there get had to be appraise. a state sale. Well, perhaps they you should sell that. You think? Maybe you should try and maybe sell that. You know, this class ring could be part of the estate sale. It's a classic. I don't, I don't think so. It's, you it's could wear the ring that John King rarely wore. Yes. That begged his parents for and then almost never wore it's it. It's a classic Justin. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Actually, you know, I noticed it's not a Justin. It's a... Uh, oh, it's a knockoff. It's a Justin. <laughs> it's a Justin. Uh, it's a Tewsbury. Oh, the old Tewsbury. The old Tewsbury. That may be worth yeah. more because well, it's never rare. Know. I think I'm going to wear it today. Yeah. Yeah. Look out, ladies. There you go. <laughs> okay. I'm I'm getting a text here. Do you mind if oh. I take the text? Oh well, sure. You can, can I go take ahead. the text during the show? We wouldn't want to, you know, interrupt you. Well, with this show. That I'm we lining do. up a guest for yeah. the show. Okay. Um, and this will be for tomorrow morning. Coach okay. Minock. All right. Is going to join us tomorrow. And uh, they have a fundraiser going on during Melon Fest. Okay. To raise funds for kids, underprivileged kids. Right. That uh, need funds for getting right. into sports. So on Friday's podcast, right tomorrow the fifth, right. Well, if, and if you're watching this yeah, in 2025, no. you missed it. That's okay, but you'll be able to catch it right if you go to our website, mikeandjohnpodcast.com. Sure, and listen to it anyway, and say, well, I didn't miss it. Boy, this this time travel thing is really messing you're with me. You're confusing me. And that's, you know, <laughs> All right, so the do. guest has been booked for tomorrow. All right, there we go. Friday, Coach Do we have any Minock. guests today? We do. Okay, who are we talking to? We're talking to Rich Pearlberg. Who's Rich you know. Pearlberg? Yeah. Rich Pearlberg. I guess you want me to get yeah. him lined probably, up. Let's probably get him on the All phone. Right. Yeah. The, the Pearl Master. We'll, uh, we'll uh, talk to him, and then we'll uh, take a look at the trivia. Oh, yeah, we're going to. We'll get the to question? the trivia. We'll get to the we'll trivia. Well, people are dying to know if they're right. Well, don't forget, they're in the future. Oh, that's right. <laughs> so, <laughs> we're in the past. Uh, can't yeah, oh, get out. Oh, oh, we're in the past, all right. <laughs> Too many people looking back. Yeah. Well, it's about to so look well, back at thanks, this Bob. and say, hmm. Yeah. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> don't we gonna worry. Have this happen again? Don't, don't again worry. with Here, this? Here's what we'll do. If I get his yeah. voicemail, yeah. I'll hang up and call back again. Well, that's what's worked in the past. Because that's what you tell yeah. me to do. Uh, usually. I can't guarantee it, but oftentimes will work. <laughs> the first call. First yeah, call, it's not even there. Hang, hang up. Okay. All right, don't worry. I'm going to call back right now. Good morning. What the hell, man? Sorry <laughs> <laughs> to throw a wrench in your operation. You know, this is, you know, this thing is usually really is like smooth, the Rich. The third until week in a row. Unless you know. The third week in a row we've called, and it, the first call goes right to voicemail. Here, here's what we're going to do now. I'm going to call you on Wednesday next week. Oh, let's try And that. just let it ring, yeah. and then I'm going to hang up, and that'll be your alarm for Thursday. i gotta, I got to clarify something for my reputation. Now, I, I went back and looked at the show, and you guys were suggesting that I don't get these calls because I'm... Smoking a cigar and drinking brandy <laughs> right, in a bubble right. bath. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, in a bubble bath. Well, that part, you know. But <laughs> but, but seven a.m. in the morning. Hey I, man, I, I don't do that till brunch. Oh, okay. okay. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, that's right. You're retired, so right. Well, it would make sense. It's brunch somewhere. And, it's and, and 
to be clear, it's bourbon, not brandy. Oh, okay. No, all right. No. You gotta, you gotta clarify. Now well, that's we true because if it's brandy, you gotta have one of those big brandy glasses. A, a I know. Swifter, sifter. Yeah. Yeah. Bourbon is bourbon and shots. Yeah. There you go. Uh, right. so, well, bourbon. I mean, if you're going to sip right, it, uh, you're just going to do it, take it neat. Yeah. And, uh, so you neat. sip the bourbon. No messy bourbon. sipping. Yeah. Yeah. What's your bourbon of choice? Um, you know, I, I wish I could say that I could differentiate a lot, but I, you know, I'm pretty basic. Maker's Mark or Woodford Reserve. I okay. like those. Right. 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 And that right. stuff you get at uh, Sam's Club. <laughs> 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 well, that's members' mark. So. Yeah, no, <laughs> Maker's Mark is decent. That's yeah. pretty decent bourbon. Okay, yeah. well, look at you yeah. all, you two bourbon aficionados. Yeah. Some people might need a little bourbon after Tuesday. Some people oh might need a goodness. lot. Yes. So. Oh my goodness! You know, I, I will tell you that's why I never bet on elections more than maybe a slice of pizza or something. Because, uh, um, particularly the Megan. Reckling uh, race. I sure as hell didn't see that coming. Right. So, you know, here's uh, for the third district county commission race. Uh, I mean, here she is. She's the head of the Livingston County Republican Party. She raised $30,000. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I've done the math. That's 25 yeah. bucks a vote. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. And that's true. Right. I mean, you know, it's a primary, so there's not a great turnout, but. Um, uh, and she lost to a guy named Frank Sample, and I have to be honest, I don't know who the hell Frank Sample is. Well, I've done, you know, in, in keeping with the title of the segment, I can tell you that I have no idea. Okay, perfect. Okay, so the, <laughs> we all don't know. Now we know the name. Well, it's not yeah. Free Sample at Sam's. It's Frank Sample. Uh, a south part of the county, maybe? Is that where the district goes? I saw someplace where there were a lot of signs out with his name on it. Right, right. So there you go. So, <laughs> Frank yeah, Sample. Yeah, he, he, he won. He, it's not just that she's the head of the, the Republican Party. I mean, a lot of people don't don't know who that person is, but she's well known. Right. She, she, she got over 7,000 votes. She almost beat Bob Bazat two years ago in a state rep race. I mean, this is not a lightweight, and, and yet here she goes. She loses to a, to somebody that we don't even know who he is. Well, and to be uh, fair, minute, I got info on Frank Sa uh, Sample. He uh, was a minor league baseball player. I don't think that's the same Frank. <laughs> no, it's not the same no, guy. I don't think it's the same. Frank Bats right, throws right, six one, one eighty. All right, well maybe that maybe maybe that's why he won. Uh, <laughs> and to be fair though, she lost by twenty nine votes. You know, so it was a it was a close close race. It, was but, there a recount or anything? Or well, is anybody we protesting? We haven't heard yet. But, okay, uh, but nonetheless, I mean, in recounts, you gotta you gotta you gotta have a reason to believe something right. went wrong. I mean, well, if, if there's a change well, in a vote, it's just as apt to go against you. Right. You know, well. You know. Well, These days, it's anytime like, somebody doesn't win, they can claim there's something <laughs> right. wrong with the well, vote. I lost, so clearly yeah. there's something wrong here. Yeah. <laughs> it has nothing to do with me as a candidate. Clearly, that you dummy voters didn't get it right. I think Mike Detmar has already called for a recount for the election he's going to lose two years from now. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, yeah, so we're gearing what, up to what's see what's he running for well, now. Who knows? <laughs> well, I'll tell you what he's running from: the tax man. Hey oh, hey oh! Wow. All right, thank you. Anyway, it It's just so easy. Um, but back to to the reckling thing. I, I wonder. Uh, uh, and she's also, like you said, well-known, uh, head of the local yeah. Republican Party, chief of staff for State Senator Delana Tice, who, by the way, easily defeated Mike Detmer, which you you know, said was probably going to be the case, and that's exactly what happened. Um, so, uh, what did she what, do with all the leftover money? <laughs> well, 
It's like, oh, I see the Recklings have a new pool. <laughs> that's a nice new car you got. No, 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 I'm, I'm wondering how she spent that. I mean, I, yeah. I'm not in their district, so I didn't get any mailings. I saw a little bit of uh, social media presence, but that's pretty inexpensive to get those right. bumps. Uh, I mean, hell, we buy that. So I yeah. wonder, do you do you think maybe she got complacent? Like she thinks, hey, I'm well known, I'm head of the party, I'm chief of staff for Lana Tice. People know who I am. I'll just you know Kept this is those good. drag queens out of you know, what? I, I can't say that. I don't think I think, uh, I think it's just really hard to call, especially when the races get small like this. I mean, it's not right. a very large race. It's a couple of townships, maybe. Uh, so, you know, we spend a lot of time thinking about insider politics, trying to, insider baseball, trying to know all the details and all this stuff. And sometimes it's just who you know and how big a neighborhood you're familiar yeah, Well, and, and, it's a small race. and I guess at that scale, I wonder, and I don't know, I don't know, but I, I wonder if uh, Mr. Sample... Uh, Had better signs. Well, or, or if, he, <laughs> if he hit the bricks, if he went door to door. I mean, I think back to uh, 2002 when a very young <laughs> Joe Yoon... Yeah. Uh, you know, walked his way into the state house because he went and hit the bricks, and no one knew who this guy was. And he was malarkey. And he looked like well, he looked like he was wearing his dad's suit. Know. <laughs> you know, I mean, this young kid who just he out hustled everybody else. Yeah, yeah. We had a young reporter who came in and said, "Don't sell this guy short. He's going to every door." And, and he won by what, one or two votes? It was very close. Yeah, he beat Dave Domus, who, by the way, yeah. Dave Domus is back on the county commission. That's right. <laughs> so, what's old is well, new again. You know, it's, hard, it's hard to beat youth and vigor, isn't it? <laughs> so, yeah. So, that's <laughs> something. Yeah. So. Okay, I thought, it almost sounded like there was dead silence there. Oh, well, people wish it was. Uh, but, <laughs> so. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think you just. You just don't know in elections. I mean, that's uh, uh, at the end of the day, uh, it turns out that who the voters like, and, and we we <laughs> spend a lot of time trying to predict that. But it, right. Yeah. Well, yeah, you just can't, you just never know until the end result. And then now, now we're looking at, uh, we're definitely going to have a, a female governor. Um, <laughs> Good point. We're definitely, <laughs> we're definitely. It's the first uh, time the Republicans are a female. Yeah. But you, you look at the top of the statewide races, five of the six uh, candidates are women. There's only, there's only the, the, the Matthew DiPerno, who's uh, running as a Republican for Attorney General. He's the only male at the top of the ticket. Right. So that's, uh, uh, that's kind of interesting. Yeah. But I, I wonder what you, what you guys think about this governor's race. I mean, you would think that. Uh, Whitmer probably has the edge, uh, her, her race to lose and all that, but I'm thinking this, this race is going to be pretty close. Yeah, well, I would think so. You know, I mean, it's... Uh it's going to be up to the voters well, again. <laughs> it is. Well, I think, Mike, you... There's like a headline that yeah. uh, supposedly a, uh, uh, in an Irish paper years ago it said... Uh, Yesterday's referendum went the way most voters wanted it to. <laughs> well, that's generally how we hope it works. Uh, but, but, but I just think Tudor Dixon, I mean, nobody even knew. If, if you went four days ago and stopped 10 people on the street and asked them to name two Republican candidates for governor, I bet you none of them could have done it. Uh, it was kind of a. Well, uh, I think Trump's, endor but, Trump's but, endorsement. But uh, well, yeah, I, don't, I, 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 think, I think Trump. I think that made a big difference. And saw who was winning. Right. Yeah. No, there's 
There's no doubt about it, but I think his endorsement made a big difference. You know, Chad Livengood, who's the reporter for the Detroit News. Is it the Detroit News? Yeah, I think so. No, he's um, Cranes. I forgot. He, he was with the News, then yeah. he went to Cranes. Yeah, I think yeah. you're right. He's with Cranes. He knows so, Frank Sample. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but he, he was interviewing voters on Tuesday. He, went, he was in Howell, and he was interviewing voters, and one of the things, one of the people he talked to that had just voted for Tudor Dixon said, I really don't know who she is, but, you know, Trump said... You know, I mean, it was like definitely like Trump said so. So I went and did it. Well, um, that, that that destroys my theory, but but I mean, it's anecdotal. It's one person. I, it's that doesn't but, mean but, that's the trend. But um, I, just, I think the DeVos uh, backing was earlier and yeah. uh, and supplied money, but but yeah, she won pretty handily. Won forty percent. Yeah, she and, right. The next one only had twenty. So yeah, I think of the of the five that were left <laughs> after the other five got booted. <laughs> Uh, of those five, she was clearly the best, I think, personally, whatever it's worth, uh, was clearly the best candidate they could put forward for the general election. I think wasn't the, wasn't know, Rinky the one that had the zombies in his TV ads? Yes. But I think then she had the breast cancer. Uh, yeah, she's got a great story. Yeah, I mean, I mean she's, a, she's look, she's very telegenic. She's a breast cancer survivor. She's a mom. Wasn't she um, a TV host? You know, well, right and she, it was a conservative, yeah. you know, TV host, and and uh, and so yeah, you see all that on paper, and you go, okay. But I think that there's a structural problem in the fact that uh, she is running in a party where she's. I mean, look, she Tudor Dixon and all Republicans, I think, have an abortion problem <laughs> uh, because. They, you know, she's already flip-flopping on that issue. And that is going to be, and if the Democrats are smart, and, well, that's not always a given, uh, they're going to, they're going to hammer home this abortion thing. It's, I think it's the, it is a wedge issue that they can use to say, look, the the Republican point of view on this is extreme. The That they want this 1931 law, which bans all abortions, except if the life of the mother, not the health of the mother, but the life of the mother is in danger. So, for instance, if you have a 10-year-old girl like you had in Ohio who is raped and gets pregnant, sorry, you have to have that baby, which is... Well, isn't she, isn't she on record as saying a 14-year-old gets raped by her uncle as she carries a baby to... She, there was things she said before that she's now kind of like, hamana, 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 when she's asked oh, about that's, him. That's any politician. You're, 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 you're almost pregnant. She either got to be four Well, I, but I think the point is, is that that's one of those. It, it's a, that's just one of them. The other one is the 2020 election. Yeah, before, on that. right before she was like, 2020 was stolen. Trump should be the president. It, and most people go, well, no. And now she's like, hamana, hamana, hamana. So the, she's going to have a problem. I, and again, if the Dems are smart, if Whitmer is smart, which I think she is, they will wedge this issue. They will force her hand on this where it's like, you're going to have to, you can't just not say, you're going to have to say. And You know, I, I, I think you're right, John, but I, I would say there's another issue too, and that's just, rather than getting the strategic on this, get your freaking people out to vote. I mean, that's the biggest question. I saw a very troubling poll that said uh, that, that the number of people who are uh, pro-abortion are much more likely to vote than the people... No, I'm, I get that wrong. The pro most people who are pro-abortion are much less likely to say they're going to vote in November than the people who are anti-abortion. When was that poll done? It, it was not long ago. Yeah. I, I saw the same yeah, poll. I just, I just, now, now, Kansas just... Right. Uh, 
came out just different than that. Kansas came out strong. But, I mean, I, I think you're right. That's a key issue, regardless of where you stand on the issue. Where is, uh, who's going to be most energized to vote on that issue? Well, if, if, you, you, if you don't have a, if you don't have a Democrat, if you're pro-abortion rights, if you don't have a Democratic governor, who's going to stand in the way of the uh, of the Republican legislature passing, you know, draconian bills? Well, and you mentioned Kansas, and I think uh, that's exactly the example I wanted to use. There's a great article in the Washington Post talking about how the uh, pro-choice advocates in Kansas organized and were were forceful and again organized and went out and said because they knew most people even in a state as conservative as Kansas most people were not in favor of a complete ban on abortion and when you when you really get out there and and put that to people to say do you you know, are you in favor of a complete ban on abortion? And use some of these specific examples. People go, well, no, I'm not. No, I'm not in favor of that. And you go, okay. Then well, you said, you said organized. Remember yeah. Will Rogers said he yeah. wasn't a member of an organized party. He was a Democrat. Right. Yeah. Exactly. No, that's that's always <laughs> but, been an issue, and that's and it's like I think with to I think Tudor Dixon, like I said, I think she's the best candidate the Republicans could put forward. I don't think in any way Whitmer or the Democrats can think like, oh, we've got this in the bag. They shouldn't. It's but I still think it's Whitmer's race to lose. You know, I think she's. I think she's. I think that there are some structural wow, issues for the Republican candidate that they are going to have to because she you can't please both sides. No, they'll look at how how COVID was handled on on, on the conservative That'll end of things. That yeah. that will be the big uh, challenge she's for got, Whitman. She's got a good issue. I mean, she had a grand parent, grandmother, I think, who died in a nursing home that, where the family couldn't couldn't go to see her right. because of the lockdown. Meanwhile, we got a governor who flew to who flew to Florida to see her dad. Right. They'll, right. they'll bring all that up. I, right. It's so politics. That's, that's that's gonna. But that's I, gonna I, I just think I just think that's gonna be the battle. Both sides are gonna try to define the debate, and I think there's on probably eighty to ninety percent of the voters. It won't matter. They've already decided. So the question is, do you get your voters out right. to vote? No, you. That actually. Of all the things we've said, that is the that is the most prescient and the the most t- on yeah. point. It's we we who, might not know it, yeah. but you know we've learned it. it. Yes, <laughs> but you're right. It's who can motivate their voters to get out there. And I guess that's what I was. I guess that's what I was alluding to before. Well, it took you long. Uh, abortion. That issue is it is one of those issues where you can motivate because that's a single. That's an issue that where people are just that's their issue. That's it. You're either yes or no. If you are, so if you're pro-choice or you're pro-life, uh, you that can be you, you. You have many, many voters who they will define whether they vote for a candidate or not based on that single issue. It doesn't matter what everything else matches. Let me toss this out here, and I don't, I haven't thought through enough, you know, to to be sure if this makes sense. But in Kansas, it wasn't a race for candidates. It was clearly on that specific issue. Right. Yeah. And. Does that translate into a partisan race? Only if if the Demo- this goes back to what I said before. If the Democrats are smart, if Whitmer's smart, they will make that the issue. They have and and not and and the thing is, is it's not a made up issue. It's a real no. issue. No. The Republicans have made it very clear that they want that 1931 law yes. to be in effect now, right now, no exception except for the life of the mother. That's it. Um, now help me on this one. Will the have they decided yet? Will the will the uh, initiatives that they get all those petitions in for the right to vote and abortion rights will that be on the uh, ballot in November? 
It's a good question. I think it is. Yeah, yeah. I think they're they're getting I mean, it. They, they well, they're getting it certified. A number of signatures. I yeah. don't know if it's been uh, substantiated yet, but that mm-hmm. could that could also make a play. Right. You're going to get a lot of people coming out to vote. Right. I mean, that would be a motivator to get people out to vote. Right, and, and on both on both sides. I mean, to be fair, Republicans and uh, a, a, a pro-life could say, oh, look at this, this is a very extreme proposal. That's how they're going to paint right. it. This is a very extreme yep. proposal, we need you to come out and vote it down. So, right, those those ballot initiatives, I mean, in tw- you look at 2018... <laughs> I mean, yes, you had the absentee ballot, uh, absentee voting for all. That was on the be- that was a bit very popular. But I'm sorry, the marijuana <laughs> uh, initiative in 2018 that was that, probably the one that, that drove a drew, lot of people. <laughs> that drew a lot of people out who didn't otherwise vote. I mean, it drew a lot of those 18 to 24 year olds who generally don't vote who suddenly were like calling up their mom, going, "How do I vote?" And, and <laughs> I want to vote on this. How do I vote? <laughs> you know, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. I mean, but you know, the Republicans started that. They started out with uh, anti-gay issues that they would put on the ballot to get to get the, the, the moral conservatives out. And then since they were there, they would elect Republicans. You know, anti-marriage uh, ballot stuff like that. So that's interesting. So yeah, that's a good point. Who, if it's on the ballot, who does it motivate more right. to get out there? Well, Time will tell. We'll find out. All right, All right so you know, we haven't figured it out. Last to know. There you go. <laughs> Maybe that's the new segment. It's the last to know with Rich Brewer. <laughs> All right, Rich. Go back to the bourbon and the cigar. We'll talk to you next week. Uh, yeah, yeah, Randy. Come on, man. She's a fine girl. Oh, uh, yes, no, did. you didn't. Yeah, I did. You did. Of course, I did. Uh, you know what else I did? I became a customer of Firehouse Doors. You did? I did. I thought you already were. Well, I was. Well, congratulations. But at some point, I did. Yeah, you did. Well, when I bought a fire, when I bought a garage door, I went to Firehouse Doors. Want to know why? Because they've been serving Livingston County residents for the past 24 years. And they treat you like family, too. Well, they do. Family have have them over for dinner, well, by the way. Yeah. Oh crap! I got to clean up. <laughs> All right, we got to wrap this show up. I got yeah. dishes to do. Uh, Firehouse Doors, veteran-owned, Mike, a proud U.S. Air Force veteran, and of course, they're your one-stop shop for residential, commercial, and rolling steel overhead door needs. And for the past 21 years, Firehouse Doors has been Livingston County's only authorized distributor for CHI overhead doors. Call Firehouse Doors today: eight ten five nine nine seventy four eighty. Unsurpassed customer service. Firehouse Doors. Trivia question and answers today. All right. From Time last night's Wednesday Night Trivia, 20% answers. of married people yeah. admit that they spend money without their significant other what? knowing about it on this. What is it? So people put their name to this? Yeah, they did. <laughs> admit it? <laughs> 20% of married people admit they spend money on this without their okay. significant other knowing. Things for the kids. Yeah, I'll just buy that. Don't tell your mom. Uh, gifts, yeah. Starbucks. See now, for me, right? Usually using a Visa, my wife gets the Visa bill and kind of scans through it, so right. I can't hide anything. No, I, well, my wife has all these uh, no the text oh, notifications. Get, hey, uh, so sometimes I'll be I'll be at the scanner and Meyer, <laughs> boop, and then I get a text like, "Ding, hey, what are you buying?" Like I just scanned it. <laughs> I don't know. I scanned my mistake. What are you get away from me? Ah! See, what you could do in that scenario is call the attendant over and say, hey, can you just take this off? <laughs> that was, that was right. one of those impulse buys that I, uh, I, don't know. I probably oh, shouldn't do. Uh, uh, yeah. Or he has the guy next to me, buddy. <laughs> I'll give you cash. I'll give you cash. <laughs> you scan this. That's a bad thing. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> what, are you, what are you buying? <laughs> 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 uh, car stuff. Yeah. 
uh, fast food. Mm. <laughs> and and Tina said, in my family, horses. Oh, I don't think let's, you could really hide that. How do you? Um, let's see. Electronics. I see this eight ninety nine at Burger King, and then no, uh, the oil change, no. and then what is this fourteen thousand no. dollar charge? <laughs> Flicka. Who is that? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Clothes. Uh, pretty popular. You know, I'll hmm. buy this and you know, slide it in the closet. Yeah. A pet. I think the significant other would notice that. Or, well, maybe if you have a pet and you're buying extra I mean, toys or, or something. Or if you're buying... Uh, a couple of people said lottery tickets. Uh, but the winning answer was gambling. Yeah. The answer was gambling. Now, does that include lottery? I mean, lottery's gambling. And that is gambling, technically. Yeah. But that one you can kind of hide the evidence. Oh, lost. Yeah. Gone. <laughs> Never happened. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, congratulations to Linda. Linda got that one right. Okay. Gambling, twenty percent of people. Gambling, one in five. Hide Not a big gambling. gambler, so. Yeah. But you know, with the apps on your phone these days, well, it can, can look like write. you're just, hey, I'm uh, yeah. taking care of some business here. Yeah. Oh, I just, it's a one to fifty <laughs> oh. odds. I got a buck. Oh, wait, wait a minute. Yeah. Oh, oh. oh, how about I that? got the three? Ooh, <laughs> you got the three diamonds. Yes. Damn, reckoning yeah. lost. I bet on that one. Yeah. Well, all right. You should have bet on sample. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm going to put the word out right now. Frank Sample. Give us a call. We want to talk to you. Yeah. Who the How'd hell? You do it? Who the hell are you? And and right. was your batting average really one? <laughs> right. Were you this minor league player? Were you right-handed? We no. Bats right. Someone get a hold of Frank Sample. I want to talk. Played to Played for Sample. the Ozark team. Yeah. Okay. All right. Moving on. August fourth, our two cent history lesson for today. It is chocolate chip cookie day. All right. Yeah. Nothing. No. No X. No walnuts. None of that crap. No. No. You know, walnuts are all right, but not in a chocolate no, no. chip cookie. Because you're expecting cheese. a chocolate chip. Yeah. We're purists. I mean, you want to get an issue to get people out to the polls? That's yeah. that's the issue. Should there be walnuts and chocolate chip cookies? We're like, oh, get away! All right. <laughs> <laughs> it's National IPA Day. Yeah, I don't. That's like India Pale Ale. Yeah, I don't like. I, people love them. It happens the first Thursday of August. It ain't my thing. And that would be today. Single Working Women's Day. You said the first of August? The first Thursday oh, in August. Oh, first Thursday. First Thursday okay. in August is it, always IPA, IPA day. day. IPA day. IPA. 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 No, it's OPA. No? Uh, it's supposed to be OPA. Uh, they light the cheese on fire. I wonder what Frank Sample would think of IPAs. I don't know. Frank Sample? We want to know. What's your stance on IPAs? Yeah. Huh, fella? Uh, you're gonna be on the county commission. You gotta, you, you gotta you get got, up. You gotta, you gotta stand. For Come the on, get up. We wanna stand. What did you stand on IPAs? Sixteen thirty, sixteen ninety-three. A 17th century Benedictine monk by the name of Don Perrier Perion is said to have invented sparkling wine mm. during his days as a cellar master <laughs> in the Abbey of Hautvillers. Okay, sure. Which is a small town in France. There is a lot to unpack in that sentence. Yes. Today, the prestige brand of champagne, Dom yeah. Perignon, bears his name. Hmm. Well, yeah. So a monk who is a cellar keeper. I'm the cellar keeper. A cellar master. So this is the guy that they, they shoved down in the basement. He was a nasty. And he's down there. He's like, oh, See, I got some wine. Don't put your kids in the basement. Yeah, they may like, be oh, developing things. I got some sprinkling water. Uh, put a hey, little champagne in there. wait a second there. here. Yeah. So sparkling mm -hmm. wine, Dom Perignon. Yeah. 1883, the steam shovel was introduced. Okay. Let that sink in. Oh, yeah. It will. 
1916, the U.S. I mean, who's ever seen a steam shovel? I have when I've picked up dog poop. Yeah. <laughs> Steaming pile? Ooh. That's different. <laughs> yeah. 1916, <laughs> the U.S. bought the Virgin Islands from Denmark. Yeah. $25 million. Virgin Islands. Never been there. <laughs> Just buy some islands. <laughs> hey, here you go. Call it the Virgin Islands because I've never been there. Well, they're not virgin anymore. President Carter, whose brother made Billy Beer, which uh, <laughs> technically could have been an IPA, I, my, I, uh, I independent pale ale. No. Billy Beer, no, no, that's <coughs> no. like anti IPA. Billy Beer, yeah, beer and peanuts, peanut uh, beer. What have they ever made peanut no. beer? Go on. Yes. Uh, what about Jimmy Carter? But I think there is a peanut butter vodka. Oh yeah, that for sure. All right. President Carter signed a measure establishing the Department of Energy. Oh okay. Are you looking up peanut butter beer? There's peanut butter beer. Yeah, I was looking for like <coughs> just peanut beer. Huh. That's nuts. 1984. Really? <laughs> You're gonna get all over me for? Ah, if you're throwing out stupid dad jokes. (laughs) Get out, do me on those, are you? Prince started a 24-week run at at the top of the U.S. charts with the album Purple Rain. 1984 sold 20 million copies worldwide. Hmm. The album better than the movie. Oh, yeah. You know, the movie is funny because it's one of those movies that at the time people were like, oh, it's such a great movie. it's artistic. And then you watch it and you're like, this is kind of (laughs) dumb. This is really kind of stupid. It's got some fun scenes. Sure. But, yeah, it's kind of dumb. Get this. 1987, the FCC. What'd they do? The Federal Communications Commission. I know those guys. My license is right over there. They Which voted I to rescind the fairness doctrine. Don't need anymore. We're rescinding the fairness doctrine, yeah. he said. Make everything unfair. Right. Well, at the fairness doctrine. They required doctrine, uh, yeah. radio and television stations to present balanced coverage of controversial issues. Right. We'll have none of that. And you tell your side, and that's it. That's right. No, and, no and, other and side. about. about Five, six years later, Fox News sprung up. Here we are. Oh, we don't have to tell both sides? MSL. Well, excellent. A lot of, and, well, a lot of people say we need to go back to the fairness doctor. That needs to be re That's what a lot of people are saying. You know, people are. What does Frank Sample think? Frank, we need to know. Yeah, we do. What's your stance Come on commissioner? Come on. What's your, what's your stance on the fairness <laughs> doctrine? That's not fair. If we don't like what you have to say, we're not putting you on. Right. Many kids have an idea. That's not fair. Life isn't fair. I kids. Mom said he's going to have the fairness doctrine. <laughs> and finally, in 2010, Don Henley reached an out of court settlement with Republican uh, senatorial candidate Chuck DeVore. You know Chuck DeVore? Well, yeah, who doesn't? He used parodies of two of Henley's hits for an election campaign without Don's permission. Mm. Although I thought parody There was, was parody of uh, all you all she wants to do is dance and the boys of summer were used in campaign YouTube videos as all she wants to do is tax. Okay. And hope for November. How clever. Um I always thought parody it was fair use if you were parody. Maybe not in the political uh, yeah, arena, but they settled yeah. on court. Because so there's no fairness. Here, Henley. wasn't fair. Here, Don, here's a few bucks. A little <laughs> hush money for the Henley. <laughs> yes, because I'm sure he's really he hurting for hush cash. Money. I'm sure. Probably. Did you see how much those eagle tickets went for? <laughs> Dear God. Yeah, but he's got to split it with the band. <laughs> oh, the oh, yeah. And, oh, yeah. You know, Ticketmaster. Oh, poor, poor, poor Don. Oh. Don, he's, <laughs> oh, he I'm, can't even pay for parking anymore. clinking his cup in the parking. Hey, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> playing the tune to it, you know. 
That's By the a, way, you cannot a, make beer from just peanuts. Well, duh. The peanut butter, they need it. But, however, they pointed out um, uh, you have to use starch to make beer. So you can actually use packing peanuts. <laughs> you could make a beer out of <laughs> And fill you up. You right wouldn't want to right drink now. it, but you could make a beer. So. Imagine burping that yeah. stuff back, <laughs> throwing that stuff back. <laughs> 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 Well, weren't packing peanuts supposed to be uh, edible? At one point, right. I, they, I, I think they, they were going to try it. I think they did try that. <laughs> that didn't work. No. Ah, well, those those they, are those other peanuts that you see that look like marshmallow ones. Oh my those God. are packing beans. Those were, could be because no one wanted <laughs> no to eat those. Used, look, and they harden up. Though. Look, they didn't really protect. As it. a kid, you you would eat almost any candy. Not that. All right. No. And uh, not that. Well, I probably would eat them. <laughs> <laughs> who am I? Who am I that's, kidding? That's I'd garbage material. But they would be the end. Of, that would be the end. Oh, sure. That'd be at the bottom of the of the uh, pillowcase. You're at the Halloween would, end of know, the Halloween like, candy. Like, oh, I guess uh, all I got are these orange and black caramel things and these but, packing peanuts. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what if I put them together? <laughs> <laughs> Mold them into a big ball. <laughs> hey guys, want to go, go play some street hockey? That's right. <laughs> All right, that's your two cent history yeah. lesson. We hope you learned a little something. Today. I doubt it. Probably not. But don't worry. For those that watch us on YouTube, post show is coming up. That's right. It's going to be big. By the way, Murphy's Family Auto hiring an office uh, help porter service advisor type job. With Mike and John. Here, hold on. Sorry, Cougar. Uh, pay is based on skill and experience. I kind of hit a little too soon there. Yeah, Call yeah. Murphy's Family Auto, 517-552-3040 for details. Or stop in. They're open Saturdays 8 to 1. You can tell the Mike and John sent you. Save 5% on your bill. It's Murphy's Family Auto. Your car knows. Murphy'sFamilyAuto.com. And you know what? That reminds me. What does that remind you of, John? Uh... Susan, who joined us on Monday, and by the way, yeah, she's people, performing in, at the people really uh, enjoyed the fact that she was here in the studio with us. So They did? Yeah. Good so maybe here. maybe we should open up the studio to more in-studio guests. We could do that. As long as they're hot cougars. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> please join us. But yeah, she's going to be playing at the Beeline every Wednesday night. Yes, she is. So, and uh, so come join it and enjoy her music. I think Stephen Keener's also going to do there. Yeah, he does Thursdays. Thursday nights. So yeah. you know the uh, the cool thing is is you can request the Mike and John theme, yes. and she'll play it over here, and over. It's, a, it's yeah. better than Phoebe's Smelly Cat. <laughs> well, that's a pretty low bar. <laughs> so, <laughs> smelly Cat. Yeah, that's, smelly maybe cat. that's the maybe that's the name of this podcast. Pretty low bar, yeah. Mike and John. By the way, the audience at that Mike and John got lives going on. Still nine numbers. No, hold, hold on. You've been giggling with Mike and John. Tune in next time and giggle on.